Hello, my fellow hack dodgers. This one is about a common scam that's been going around called the refund scam. This is a scam where you talk to someone on the phone telling you that you're due for a refund of some kind. What they do is manipulate your bank information online to convince you that they have given you an excess refund by mistake and that you should send them back the extra money. And that's the scam. How do they do this? How do the scammers change your online account records to convince you when actually they've sent you nothing? It's pretty tricky. So here, we'll talk about exactly how it works. Stay with me here because you're in for a wild ride. First, let's talk about the scam from start to finish. It all starts with an invoice. You get an email that includes an invoice in the body of the email telling you that you've just been billed $300 for some software or app or service or something that you don't remember ordering because you didn't. So of course you're outraged. I didn't buy that, you think? But there's this phone number for customer service at the bottom of the invoice to call if you want to dispute the billing. So of course you call it and you get the scammer on the phone. They say, oh my goodness, you're right. We never should have billed you for that $300. Then they ask you to download this piece of software called TeamViewer, which gives them remote access to your computer. Yes, some people still fall for this. Some people actually use TeamViewer for perfectly legitimate purposes, but you should never do it with someone you don't know. But the person on the other end of the line tells you that you have to download TeamViewer so they can give you back the $300 that they never should have taken from you to begin with. They want to give you a refund. So you get TeamViewer on your machine and give them access. Hopefully you don't do this, but for the sake of argument, for people who fall for this, this is what happens. And they get you to log into your bank account online. And that has access, usually for most people, to both their checking and their savings account. And while you're busy with that, the scammer opens Notepad or some other app on your computer for typing in just words. This is software that comes with every Windows computer. And while you're not looking, or maybe even while you're looking, the scammer types into Notepad something like amount of refund, colon. And they tell you to type in the amount of the refund. They want you to type in the amount. You see, that's part of the scam. So of course, you being a good person, you start typing in $300. But because the scammer has access to your computer, while you're typing the 300, he interferes in there and he puts an extra zero in. You might even keep trying to delete the zero, and but the zero keeps coming back. So you've got this extra zero and it says $3,000. And when the typing is done, the scammer springs into action. He says, oh my God, you typed in 3,000 instead of 300, which of course you didn't. But there it is on the screen. So the scammer acts very upset at this point. You were supposed to type 300, but you typed 3,000, he says. And now the company has sent you $3,000, and he's going to get in big trouble. To prove this happened, the scammer has you go back to your online checking account, and there it is. 
you look at your latest transactions and you can see it right there in the bank's app right on your computer screen there was a transfer of three thousand dollars just a few minutes ago and now there's three thousand dollars in your checking account that wasn't there before that's the proof that they just sent you three thousand dollars Meanwhile, the scammer on the phone is getting hysterical. These people should get Oscars for their performances. But anyway, he says he's going to lose his job for sending you too much money, and he has six children at home, and he's got a sick mother-in-law, and he's got a crippled dog who needs surgery, and they're all counting on him, and, oh, he, he has to get this money back. So he tells you, you have to make this right. You have to send back the extra 2700 but you have to do it in such a way that his boss doesn't realize that he screwed up. And the way you're going to do that is you're going to go down to Target or Walmart or something and buy a bunch of gift cards in the amount of $2,700. And then you're going to tell him the codes off the backs of the cards. That way, he can get the $2,700 before his boss notices and save his job. And you're a good person. And so you do it. So what's wrong about this picture? One is that any phone call that tells you you have to buy gift cards and tell them the code's off the back is a scam. Every single one. But if you've been listening to How Hacks Happen, you probably already know this. But how do the scammers make it look like $3,000 showed up in your checking account? I mean, that's the bank's online application. Are they hacking into it? How do they make it work? The answer isn't some sophisticated hack. It's actually really simple. First of all, the scammer is targeting people who aren't very computer savvy and who don't realize that typing something into Notepad is never going to trigger any kind of transaction from any company. But the real kicker is that because the scammer has access to your computer while you're logged into your bank account, they use this access to your logged-in bank account to transfer money from your savings account to your checking account. A lot of people have a checking and savings account at the same bank, And they both come up when you log in. If you do a transfer from one account to another, the transfer shows up instantly. During this whole charade, if you'd looked at your savings account, you'd see that $3,000 was transferred out of your savings account and into your checking account just a few moments before. But most people don't check that. All they see is in the checking account, there's a transaction named transfer. So to summarize, the scammer doesn't send any money, and doesn't do any tricky hacking stuff to make this work. They just transferred your own money around from your savings account to your checking account. And technically, I don't even think that's a crime. Another thing that the scammers sometimes do is that they don't ask you for the full amount back. Like say the original amount of the refund was supposed to be 300 and in notepad, they faked it to be 3000. They'll say, hey, you know, you don't even have to send me back the full 2700. Just send me 2600. You can keep the extra 100 just because you're being such a good sport. So on top of this appealing to your good nature to help them 
with their mother-in-law and their crippled dog, they add this little monetary incentive. And that's another reason that people fall for it. You know, who can turn down $100 for free? And then they get you to go and get gift cards to refund the difference, and the rest is history. that hearing about this scam has shed some light on it for you. These scams tend to target the elderly, especially those who aren't computer savvy, and those who have sympathy for hungry children and sick dogs. If you know someone who's at risk for falling for this scam, please direct them to this podcast, please. We don't want anybody else to fall for this. I have to give a shout out to YouTuber Kit Boga. That's K-I-T-B-O-G-A, Kit Boga who has made a career out of messing with scammers and recording the entire thing on video. If you haven't seen his videos, they're totally worth a watch, if only because it's hilarious to hear the scammers go crazy when they don't get their money after he keeps them on the phone for hours. I found out how this scam works by watching his videos. There's a link to his YouTube channel in the show notes, and if you visit there, please make sure to write in the comments that you heard about him from How Hacks Happen. And if you like this podcast, please like, follow, or do whatever it is you do where you listen to podcasts. This is Michelle Bousquet of How Hacks Happen, working to keep you safe. Hold up. 